What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. As always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm on the mic. Coming at you with an episode of Motivation Monday, and we're going to kill it. We've got a couple of venti drinks today. That's how you know we're not playing around. The caffeine is pumping. And uh, this is just an excellent, excellent episode. I'm really, really pumped with everything Kyle planned for it. You are going to be blown away with the content to come. And we're going to jump right into quotes, you know, and I'm going to jump into my quote in particular just because it was so applicable this week. And um, I guess I'll get into it after I tell you the quote. So my quote this week is the only thing to fear is fear itself. Or I think it's there's nothing to fear but fear itself. It's one or the other. I just typed it up from memory. But the reason I wanted to say it from memory is because that was what was so impactful to me. So long story short, I was a groomsman at a buddy's wedding. I was there. And then about an hour before, the best man came up. And he's like, uh, so you'll just do your speech right after me if that's cool. And I'm like, haha, very funny. Like, you're, you're a joker, right? Like, how you got me. You got me worrying that I have to do a speech because I did not have to do a speech. No one said I did. And he's like, I'm not joking with you. Like, check the itinerary. I looked, and it's like, Josh, four-minute speech. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> dang, you know? And I'm, like, kind of thinking about it. And then, like, I asked, um, you know, the groom, like, would it mean a lot for me to speak? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I, I run a podcast. I'm a YouTuber. Like, I see myself as a pretty confident person. And I'm like, I can do this. I can make this happen, you know? And, like, then after I started thinking, but what if you really suck? Like, what if you bomb it? What if you just go up and look like an idiot? Like, you know, and the, the fear started to sink in, but I wasn't fearing what was going to happen. I was fearing what could happen, the worst case thing. And instead, I just said to myself, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Like, you got this. You're better than this. You're going to get this done. And it was just amazing how much that worked. And like, people, you know, seem to love this part of the podcast. I'm so thankful they do because quotes are like little tools and like little shots of like adrenaline you can give yourself or, you know, little like it's the best too. like when you have a friend, you're in a weird situation and they just know exactly what to say. It's similar to a quote, right? Like these are little powerful short snippets we can store in our mind to use in situations, right? And I utilize this one, you know, I ended up doing it and ended up going very well. Uh, thankfully, you know, for a wing speech, I was pretty happy with it. Um, and it was just cool because I think a lot of time we get paralyzed by fear and people miss out on so much experience because of that um, you know ability to be paralyzed from it if that makes sense and we'll have an episode coming out I believe on Thursday about uh, just confidence which is going to be absolutely amazing I think that is also a cool segue into that but yeah this was just really applicable in my life and this reminded me why I love quotes so much and why I store them up in my mind. Yeah. And I think it's awesome that you brought that up because I've actually had to say to quite a few clients that, uh, you know, um, fear stands for false events appearing real. And every time I think of something or, you know, sometimes I'll have to share with clients who are like, Hey, you know, I'm worried about this and I'm concerned about this. And, you know, just even things past fitness, I'm like, Hey, listen, trust me, everything will be okay. A lot of times our mind, we kind of build up like a scenario in our head. And I mean, I've had a million things that have kind of gone this way as, as, as I'm sure a lot of you have. And then you realize like, wow, this really isn't like, what, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You start to like, and it just gets worse. Like if Josh is sitting there and like for the 20 minutes, he's like thinking of how bad it could go. And just, you really have to like, as we always talk about the mindset, like just hit a switch and be like, okay, stop, like chill out, you know, you'll be fine. Um, and that will be, you know, even just the confidence episode that we have that's coming out, I think will help a lot of people get better results, which I'm really excited about. But I thought that was a really good uh, quote and a good uh, little thoughts and recommendations and stuff as well. So with that being said, 
my quote for the week and I came across this. I mean, I, I love these things because it's just a good reminder. Like even I haven't heard this quote for years and then I'm like, man, this is good. We'll probably post this as like a tweet style post or something soon if it's not already up. Um, if you don't make time for wellness, you'll be forced uh, to make time for your illness. And then they just said like, read that again. I was like, dang, I was like, this, this one hits hard. You know, I think uh, a lot of us, you know, and I always hear, you know, once again, we all have priorities and we all have different lifestyles and everything. And I totally get that. But I think it's so easy just like as we grow up and just everything like that to kind of push it off and be like, Oh, maybe one day I'll get back to it. And, you know, one day I'll start like hitting the gym again and, you know, just uh, eating healthier. And then it just kind of gets pushed. And I've seen so many different things happen. Um, you know, just you're going to have to make time for illness down the road. And if that's something that you accept, and I'm not trying to scare anyone, but just try to, you know, have an honest reality check and be like, Hey, am I actually prioritizing my health? Like, you know, and once again, I I hear the time crunch so, so, so much. And I get it. Once again, I'm not trying to be like rude here or anything, but Hey, listen, like if you're not going to make time for yourself now, then I don't want to see what's going to happen 20 or 30 years from now. And it's just something to think about. Um, so that way we can kind of start to prioritize now versus uh, down the road when we have injuries or just like, you know, hurt backs or like, just like maybe are a bit uh, overweight and not in shape and uh, whatever it is. So yeah, that was my quote. Yeah. And you know, this is just so important to have foresight, right? Like it's amazing. I, a lot of my clients will come to me because they're like, listen, I have really bad diabetes. I want to be there to play with my kids. I want to do all these things. And, you know, in particular, um, you know, I've been, I was listening to a talk from Ed Milet. They were saying, you know, is it hard for you to always stay consistent in the gym to, you know, get there every day? And he said, um, he had a heart problem or something. And he went to a few different doctors and they all said, oh yeah, no worries here. Take this, take this, take that. And then he said he went to one doctor and he got so mad he wanted to like punch the doctor in the face for saying it. But the doctor is like, hey, do you have uh, any children? And he's like, yes, I have one. And I have a, my wife is currently pregnant uh, with my soon to be daughter. And then the guy said, well, I'll tell you right now, um, another man is going to be walking her down the aisle. And uh, you're never going to get to see her, um, you know, be married or see her graduate. So there's that. And he said he was so mad at the doctor and like, but he said it jolted him. And every single day when he gets up and he wants to go to the gym, he just thinks of that. Like, he's like, I cannot miss a workout because I need my health, you know, and like, it's kind of an intense way of thinking about it, but it is like a really powerful one. And in particular, you know, you don't want to just think about things when it's too late. Like even if you can do things uh, in advance, right, you can get before you have horrible situations occur. Like it's obviously so easy to get motivated when you need to fix it, but it's so much better if you can really not let yourself get to that situation. Like it just does a lot on your system to be very overweight, to have really bad, like, you know, blood sugar levels, all these different things, you know, like it is just really important to look past the aesthetic of it. Cause most people think I work out to look good. Um, some people even say feel good, but like health is one of my favorite things. And when people sign up for my coaching, my favorite thing ever is when they go to their doctors, when they're coaching with me, cause the doctors are always blown away. They're like, this makes no sense. Like what the heck? Everything's like a hundred percent better here. hundred percent better there. Like it's crazy. You know, they go from like these horrible levels to like everything just being better you know blood pressure is better you know like all these different things it's crazy to see and like that's one of my favorite things about it because that's the stuff that doesn't get spoken of enough right and that's why you need to make time for it or you can pay the price right and that can also get very expensive like medical costs can be crazy and you know so it's a good reminder if you can really find something that really motivates you and to say you know i don't just i don't want to just do this i need to do this it's something you know i get one body i got to take care of it yeah, absolutely. I mean, and even just once again, like those are 
such amazing non-scale victories that we always talk about is like you know often I'll get similar screenshots or messages and hey look I went to the doctors and not only is my body fat down but like you know this is better and this is better and like you know now I don't have these issues and people send us like different screens of like um in the past like maybe the body fat would be a little bit higher it's in the red zone and then now it's in like the green zone with all these check marks and stuff I got one of those for my client uh, uh Kobe the other day um but anyway so that 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 was awesome and even just one thing that I wanted to um, bring up that I talked about on the story recently. I know not everyone will watch the story, so that's why, you know, we get way more listens here on the podcast than that. But obviously, you know, the stories go away within 24 hours. Um, But I was talking about how, like asking, I asked the question, I said, you know, um, is convenience uh, hurting you or helping you? So, you know, even myself, I decided uh, I'm going to start ordering a meal prep service as of next week, just to try it out, just to try to get some more convenience there. And I think that's super beneficial. I'm not going to have to worry about cooking as much. And it just, it's going to help me stay on track. Right. So there's so many different benefits to it, but I realized for the past three weeks, so Josh and myself, every Tuesday, we don't um, work out together, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, we do. So I've been going to the place near me, the gym that is kind of in like, I don't mind a basement. Like Josh and I will work out in his basement and it's good. It's motivating. He's there. We got the dogs running around. We got the cameras out. But in this particular place that I've been going to, the only reason I've been going is because um, it's easy to park uh, park at. Uh, I can walk. It's very convenient, right? And I found I was leaving my workouts like 20 minutes early. Um, I didn't want to be there. Uh, just my, I did less reps, less sets, like all that other stuff. And so yesterday I decided to um, take a drive to about five to 10 minutes long, like a five to 10 minutes further place, right? Long story short, parking was brutal, like, but I felt 10 times better leaving because I got just such a better pump. Everybody there was crushing it. So it was inconvenient for me to get there, but it set me up for so such better success for the rest of the day and how I felt and how I performed and just so many different things. So by me kind of taking that inconvenient route, of course, when you have a time crunch, it's a bit different, but I didn't and it felt so much better. And sometimes you have to ask yourself like, hey, which option should I pick? And I think it's important to kind of differentiate between the two. Absolutely. Kyle nailed it there. So those are our quotes for the week. Uh, you know, we usually just pick some that are very applicable to our lives and we love sharing them. We also love hearing your favorite quotes. So if you want, you can hit us up on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Uh, we also have a $100 Starbucks giveaway going on right now. Uh, so you can go ahead and head to our Instagram to enter that. It's absolutely free to enter. Uh, and once again, you get bonus entries if you do leave a review, which is freaking awesome. So definitely go check that out because we want you to be able to take advantage of that. But it's that time we jump into a client shout out and I'm shouting out my client, Pitar. He's absolutely been crushing it, which has been absolutely amazing. And just to see his change has just been great. You know, he's a very dialed in person. You know, I know he's got very busy at work. He's got a really cool job and he does all these things, but he's like, I want more. And he came in with his partner, Alana, which is really exciting. And, you know, there's a reason they say couples that live together, stay together. Right. And, you know, they're just a great example of this. And I'd love to see how fired up he is. And, you know, one thing I love that he said is he asked me, he said, Hey Josh, what are your current best ever PRs? And I'm like, Oh, and I sent them. I'm like, why? And he's like, okay, I know what I'm working towards beating. And I love that, you know, me and Kyle get like love competition. We love being competitive. We love the camaraderie of it. And I think it's so cool to, you know, help someone, you know, to help build them up through coaching, to help them beat you and be better than ever. And 
you know, he came in at 230, and right now he is down to 209, which is freaking amazing. And what's really cool with that is he's eating more calories than when he started, which is absolutely insane. We've been putting on muscle. We've been putting on insane strength. We're jumping into powerlifting. Like, just so excited for him. And you can definitely check out his transformation, which is absolutely awesome. And I know Kyle wants to speak a little bit. He's uh, I've been training him, and then uh, Kyle's been training Alana. Yeah, it's been fun just having some power couples come on board. And I've been working with Alana for uh, 16 weeks now. Uh, actually it's basically her 16th week now. And she's lost over 20 pounds and like just is gaining so much strength in her deadlift and so much like her photos are just looking incredible and she's making such positive change. But I think it's so cool. Like we've had quite a few, um, you know, it just, couples come in and which has been amazing you know you have the experience of working with either you know both of us uh or just like separate coaches which is cool um but you know just it's so cool because like you know it just you really you hold each other accountable and i just like i thought it was so incredible when they both reached out and took the leap and you know they're obviously seeing like there's no way to like together with the four of us and our entire community, like you are not failing. And, uh, you know, just huge shout out to both of you putting in work, staying consistent, going out on trips and traveling and, you know, being able to do the best you can on that circumstance, uh, on those circumstances. And it's, uh, it's incredible to see uh, both of you crushing it. Yeah, that's a fun question. You know, we get asked a lot, you know, couples that come in. I I think couples that both invest in themselves are awesome. And it's great to see them uh, not only growing with their workouts or fitness, you know, I think it's just so great to have that, you know, thing you're both working towards which is so fun and people always say hey like which coach should I go with Josh or Kyle you know or should we be with the same coach or different and like once again Kyle works directly with a few couples I do as well sometimes people like to split up and get a little bit different experiences like it's kind of fun right so yeah yeah, definitely you know if that's something that interests you uh, you know we're more than happy to get that going and you know for everyone else like if you want to see incredible results like uh, you know the two we just mentioned definitely 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 reach out saying real results Uh, you know we're looking to help some more people actually see some incredible change you know if you're the type of person that you've only been getting okay results you feel like you've hit a plateau you haven't seen the change you wanted to see we really want to jack that up and you know get those results 10x we really want to help you just see some incredible incredible change in your physique and your confidence and your energy and just overall just you know even your health as we mentioned before so to take advantage of that dm us real results on instagram and we will really be excited to take care of you absolutely yeah All right, into the mailbag. So first question, and this is a big one, but it's a really fun one. How can I best increase my strength? I was watching some of your older YouTube videos, and I wanted to know your top tips to become stronger. Oh, this is a uh, this is a loaded one. So Josh is a uh, Josh is a pro pro strength athlete. Um, You know, I I do pretty well myself as well. You know, to give you some background, I think a lot of people don't like realize because they don't see as much of it. Um, We've done quite a few powerlifting competitions and, you know, not even just like for the barbell work, like we do have some pretty solid strength in other areas of the gym as well. But Josh has deadlifted 615 pounds uh, benched, I think, close to 380 um 385 385 i can't shortchange him there and squatted uh five plates which is 585 pounds um six plate six plates sorry no but i got the weight right so 585 (laughs) which is six plates see my mindset i'm not in the six plate category because i'm so limited and weaker compared to him no it is funny yeah i don't know what seven plates is yeah like like, i know plate math so well like one play two play three play four all the way to six because what i've achieved yeah uh seven plates is a different territory for me uh so it is funny that yeah you think in the parameters of that which you understand but yeah yeah, i'm I'm happy to jump into this one because as kyle said i am a my resume actually says pro strength athlete and overqualified to be a model (laughs) 
those are two things that definitely are. Yeah, and I've I've also done okay. I've squatted. Uh, yeah, he's overqualified to be a model. It's a fun. It's a funny uh, inside joke from a few years ago. That was a good one. We've had some good ones over the years, especially if you watch our old YouTube videos. It's funny all the different things. But yeah, Kyle said some crazy big uh, PRs as well. We both uh, were in the three times body weight deadlift club, which is insane. Um, Kyle's bench two seventy five. Is that right? I think I've done two. I've done two ninety. I haven't hit three hundred yet. Um, deadlifted five twenty five and squatted. 475 at a um, kind of low-ish body weight. So one yeah. day he's going to do a 315 bench. That's my goal for Kyle. Yeah, I that's really want to do a 405. Goal. We're both not like out of this world benchers. We're both good benchers, I think, for our body weight, but not like insane. You know, whereas deadlift and squat are definitely on the higher ends for us. But it's just so fun, you know, trying to get to that next kind of goal, even though it's just literally plates on a bar and it's so random. But, you know, I remember that feeling too, the first time, you know, you deadlift 225 or you bench 225 or, you know, you squat a plate or whatever it may be. It's just, it's so exciting. So, um, you know, in general to increase strength, I think the first tip that um, might surprise you is you actually need to want to improve your strength. You need to challenge yourself. I think a lot of people like going in and doing the same weight, the weight they're comfortable with and kind of just staying consistent with that. But if you want to get stronger, what I always encourage my clients is every workout, you know, analyze that weight and say, you know, can I go five pounds heavier? Can I go 2.5 pounds heavier? And the answer won't always be yes, but when it is, challenge yourself, go for it. You know, it's okay if you're a little bit shy on that third set, that is how you improve. But at the same time, too, you also need to use a scale like RAR. You know, we do that for all of our clients to make sure you're not, you know, overtaxing yourself and, you know, reaching failure at a point. Uh, at a position that would be detrimental for your results. Um, and then that way you can actually do things intelligently. Just the same with powerlifting. Uh, you know, percentage-based training is so valuable because you need to know when to lay on that gas and when to let off, right? Like there's appropriate times, right? So if you're driving a car, right? Like you probably want to give it a little bit of gas, but not a ton when you're going down a hill. And when you're going up a hill, you know, you don't want to floor it either because you're just going to burn gas unnecessarily. And it's the same with your body, right? You have to do it in like cycles. Like, you know, when you're fresher, you know, maybe you can push a little bit harder, but then when you're pulling away and you're tapering, you need to let off a little bit and coast down that hill. You know, these are all things to consider the next piece of advice. And, um, it's an interesting one. It's just to improve protein in your diet. Protein helps with so many things, recovery, energy. You know, typically I used to say, uh, you know, being a surplus and being a surplus is important, but you definitely don't need a surplus. Me and Kyle actually competed in a powerlifting meet in a big deficit and we still were very successful. I think people will get in their own head about, um, you know, needing to be in some crazy surplus for strength. That's not the case at all. Like a lot of strength is becoming optimal with movement patterns, right? Like really just working on the actual movement pattern itself, becoming masterful with it, you know, working out kind of inefficiencies within that lift. That's where a lot of strength can be driven from. So especially if you're a newer lifter, you don't just, the answer isn't always just eat more calories, right? Like I get asked this all the time, oh, I want to gain strength, but I'm in a deficit. Like I actually do believe like most of us sit heavier than we need to and it's natural. There's too many exciting things out there. There's so many good foods and all these different experiences, right? Like, but by actually being really dialed in with great nutrition and a deficit, just a small enough one, you can still gain a ton of strength and feel really good because of it. So those are kind of my, my biggest tips off the top of my head. Like, obviously it is a very loaded question. There are a million systems for it, but those are the ones that came to the top of my head. I'm curious what Kyle's got. Yeah. And even like, I've actually, um, what, like throughout that series, it's called shredded strength. I, uh, I remember just like, I wasn't necessarily gaining tons of strength, but what I did was I actually like optimized my form. And then that 
like actually helped me gain strength as you know as crazy as it sounds right so I started to focus on you know for the bench press I'm like okay I'm gonna start to use leg drive and like get my glutes tight and like work on my bar path and like all this other stuff and that um that was super super helpful um I'd say one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't think about is just consistently doing it over and over again so I think you know it's just so easy with Instagram and everything to like you know to start to get better at barbell rows and then like next week you want to switch to the seated row and then like it's great to have variation but if you keep doing the same movements and mastering it and trying to become more efficient with it and just consistently get better and better at it you're definitely going to increase your strength and over time you know just challenging yourself every couple of weeks you know and, and here's the thing is it's not you're not always going to be adding weight but maybe if you're someone who's stuck with a certain weight, um, I've been using this example with a lot of clients, lap pull downs and seated rows, I say for most people are kind of for the most part, not going to necessarily jump up a ton and they might actually stay the same. But if for your barbell row on a pull day and your deadlift, you're getting better and your pull-ups are improving and stuff like that. And then you kind of just go to those movements and do some more time under tension. Um, that in turn can help you have some more progressive overload, which will get you stronger and ready to get that next weight, even if you're not necessarily jumping to that next weight right away. So, you know, slowing down some movements as crazy as it sounds um, can definitely help you in turn as well. And I just think the biggest thing I'd say that I've learned the hard way and a lot of people will see if I ever lift like when I really want it is just intensity. I think most people kind of just pick up a barbell and just like, you know, be so unfocused and think of different things and like just not be really present and just kind of like kind of want it. So I found that when I had the most strength within my training regimens and I was hitting PRs and just like, you know, lifting so much, it's, it's just I consistently went and like attacked the weight as create like not as crazy as it sounds but i would just be like man i'm gonna i'm gonna destroy this you go in with the mindset versus just like i'm gonna do like five seconds on the way down and like you know just like kind of you know maybe just use a small amount of like here i'm like no i'm gonna i'm gonna destroy this and i found that i would always have way better workouts it was way easier to increase strength um, my, mo- my, mo- my momentum sorry was way better and that helped me a ton Absolutely. And on top of that, you know, even having a coach or having a gym partner, someone to push you um, in high school, you know, we all used to give each other crap if we weren't getting stronger when we both were start- when we all were starting. It's like me and five buddies and we all knew each other's numbers and we knew if someone wasn't stepping up and it just went such a long way. And, you know, maybe you don't have that type of friend group or, you know, buddy to lift with, but that's fine. You know, even like having a coach, people send me forum videos. And I'll be like, hey, let's get that weight up. Like you're killing that. You got way more in you. Like sometimes it's a confidence issue as well. So, you know, getting confident, obviously doing form safely, even having a coach to, you know, check your form. So for all of our clients we do unlimited video form checks so you're welcome to send as many as you want and we're actively giving you like great advice on how to get better and better with it which is absolutely amazing so that is definitely another option to think of and if you want to take advantage of coaching and you want to see real results once again dm us real results on instagram to at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t all right number two out of the mailbag do you focus on improving flexibility and if so what do you do so I'm, I don't know. I've, I've always had a very interesting relationship with flexibility. Like I've had the benefit, I think, where I've been very active. I've focused on movement and, uh, you know, really healthy lifting. And because of that, I've actually been pretty flexible in myself. Like I'm not insane. I can't do the splits or anything, but I definitely have a really good metric of, cons- of flexibility. And even if you think about it, by working your muscles in a full movement range, you're actually going to work on the health and the ROM of that movement, right? Like the range of motion, like you are going to actually maximize it through that. Um, you know, in terms of actual stretching, like I definitely do 
dynamic movements as a warm-up, which isn't so much flexibility. I did have a little stint, and I know Kyle did too, where we were using the app Romwad, and it was pretty good. My my only complaint with it to this day is it was so heavy on like hips. It was so heavy on hip mobility, which I think is really healthy and I needed it. But I think I went a little too hard with it. And, um, you know, it's as if I was an untrained person and I was jumping into like 30 minutes of stretching daily. And I actually ended up pulling a muscle pretty bad because of it, you know, hmm. from just over stretching. Um, but once again, that's my error. However, I can say I like stretching. I feel good doing it. It's just there's other things I prioritize over it myself. Um, you know, I find I recover in other ways better. Like if I had the option to stretch or go on a walk, I find like walking would actually make me feel more relaxed and more recovered. Um, so I'm not crazy about it in my life. Um, I kind of leave it as an optional thing for other people too. I definitely think in a perfect world, if you can, you know, crush abs, crush your training, crush your cardio, crush your nutrition, and you can crush flexibility, you know, power to you. I think it's that much better. Um, like I would like to improve with it a bit. Um, I do like stretching a little bit before bed. So that's kind of what I do do to hold me on top of that and you know if there's an area that i find is very mobile i will work on it but thankfully i've been pretty balanced because i've stayed healthy and i participate in like a lot of activities and more natural uh kind of mechanisms of movement and i try not to sit too much so no that's an interesting answer but that's my you know honest take on it and that's where i'm at yeah like similar to what josh said i think a lot of people um don't realize how uh underrated like full range of motion movements are for actually improving flexibility like there's been things studies and stuff that have shown like hey when you do like a full range of motion squat and and leg press and and lunge and all that other stuff that you're actually in a way becoming like more flexible i think a lot of people just put too much precedence on you know holding a stretch and for me even personally um with my current training regimen and everything that's going on i feel best doing um mobility a few times a week so every time before running practice we'll do um lots of mobility movements 90 90s some some good hip openers some cat cows like i try to do that consistently like four to five times a week for about you know 15 to 20 minutes and for me with just everything that's going on like i don't really have you know i i can do it but just with with the amount of training that's taking place like i don't really want to just sit there and hold stretches and i find that if i were to, to let's say do a pigeon pose versus 9090s and open up my hips that the 9090s will make me feel way better feel like more mobile just have the better range of motion my hips are feeling better so i'm not saying that i won't hold static stretches and i'll maybe do it like once a week like here and there but i will say when i did do that back back in the day like what josh had mentioned ramwad i definitely i still felt like really good from it so i definitely like really just i don't know I've, I've just learned to love mobility versus just kind of like the you know the yoga side of things which definitely has its purpose and you do feel great after but for me personally i've just kind of had to prioritize and just listen to my body i'm like it's feeling great like i i'm running 80 kilometers a week and lifting four to five times a week and my body's like i'm not getting injured i feel amazing my range of motion's great i can touch my toes so i'm just kind of you know trying to do like even limber 11 one of the greatest like um videos ever created i'd say uh, on youtube just to kind of mobilize our hips and you know it's obviously very hip dominant but even our back um doing that you know at least two times a week takes about 15 minutes you know um i'll use a lacrosse ball roll out my glutes and my feet every single day and those are the kind of things that help me just move well feel feel good and perform good you know so it's a really good question 
Yeah, this was an awesome one. And, you know, it is such a personal question. And in particular, if there's an area that's really tight, it's great to work on it. Um, you know, there's so many things that can be done there, but that was a really fun one. So once again, if you want to submit a question, uh, you can go ahead and submit them over Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, or you can Google like Mailbox Monday, uh, Fit Healthy Happy Podcast, and it'll link to like our old website. We kind of have like a little thing for the podcast there, and you can submit a question there if you uh, want to do so as well. All right, so next question. This is for Kyle, not for me, definitely. <laughs> How do you constantly push yourself with your long runs? This is a really fun one. I think this will help a lot of people because in particular, I know there is, uh, you know, that breaking point, you know, where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this and you get that little pain in your side or your stomach or whatever it is. So I'm really curious to see uh, what the answer is to how uh, he does push himself with long rounds. Yeah. So a lot of people have been asking this lately just because they've seen. Um, so the longest I've done so far is uh, 16 miles, which was about 28 kilometers, took me about two hours and I think 15 minutes. And um, a lot of people have been seeing it and they're like, uh, just, hey, like how, how have you been doing it? So I figured that the tips that I'm going to provide for you aren't just running related. This is actually um, fitness, like uh, lifting related. This is like mindset related, business related, and make sure to stay till the end of my tips because I find that the last one is actually the most important. So um, I would say just focusing on one kilometer at a time is, or one mile, whatever metric you use is probably one of my most important tips. I think like knowing that I have to go out there and do 28 and I'm just constantly focused on that. We'll just like, I truly believe everything comes back to mindset. And if you know, you're about to be out there for two and a half hours or whatever it is, and you're just focused on that 28 kilometers, like that's as far as I've gone, I will be getting up to 42 soon. So you can stay tuned for that. But just like in the gym, like if you're just like looking at your routine and you're just like, man, I have to do this and I have to do that. Just focus on the one thing that's in front of you and focus on getting to that next milestone. Um, honestly, if I just, my mind will just destroy me. If I'm just focused on that, like long-term, like, oh man, like, you know, and, and I find when I'm just like, Hey, one step at a time, one breath at a time, one kilometer at a time, that helps me a ton. The second thing is just not giving yourself the option to stop. So for the last four months, I'd say I've been doing now up to about 85 kilometers a week. Um, and I have missed one run. And the only time I did it was when I was um, up at a friend's cottage and there were like, um, there were bugs that were like biting me and I was shirtless. And I knew that if I kept going, it was going to be bad and I wouldn't be able to do the next day just cause it was, it was getting brutal. So I just don't give myself the option to hit the snooze button to like, and this is the same for lifting. Like when you keep momentum going and when you start building, like, you know, it not only builds your confidence, but just your threshold and, you know, it just, it, it, I just, I don't give myself the option. Like if I have a workout plan, that's like, you know, one kilometer repeats, I get it done. Like no matter what, like there's, there's just never a time unless like an injury occurs, which hasn't happened. Knock on wood. Um, I just don't give myself the option. And then the last and most important thing is just having a custom plan. Now, I mean, I would pay like the guy who I'm, I'm getting to help me like a thousand dollars a month, literally to have this plan. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's been hooking it up. Great guy. But this goes back to anything, right? When you have something that's like, hey, here are your workouts for the week. That's what we do for our coaching clients. Um, here's how many sets you're going to do. Here's how many reps you're going to do. Here's your cardio calories. It makes it so like just so much easier to succeed. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because if I went out there and only did what I felt like on that given day, 
I would be doing nothing. I'd be doing five kilometers. I probably wouldn't even just get out there, right? So when I have something in front of me that I have to follow, that I know I'm going to be letting myself down, but other people down as well, it makes me a hundred times more inclined to um, to follow it and to stick to it. And it just, it's one of those things that I think a lot of people are missing in their life. So those are like the biggest things. Um, I don't think I have anything else, but uh, probably think of something else. But those are the three things that have really helped me out. Um, and I think the last thing I'll actually say, because uh, one of Josh's clients, the one we shouted out, he asked me this he's like how do you structure your long run so i have four different things um, because once again mindset's key the first fourth i'll listen to a podcast a chill one the next fourth i will just listen to silence because it allows me to just chill out take it easy enjoy be present the, the, the third, fourth, I'll listen to um, rap music, which fires me up. And then the last part, just like David Goggins or Jocko Willink or something like motivational when I really want to stop. Because I'd say like the issue is you're going to want to stop like probably at least five to 20 times on, a, on on runs like this. Even if you're out going for five kilometers or six kilometers, you're going to want to stop a ton. And if you keep giving yourself the option and keep doing it, it's just going to become a habit. So hopefully that helped. I think a lot of people will benefit from these tips. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode was a killer. We hope you really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, all different things were covered here, which is really, really awesome. And once again, $100 uh, Starbucks giveaway on our Instagram. You can also apply for coaching over there as well. Uh, you know, hit us up at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Otherwise, that was today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate, you know, you listening. It really means a lot and you know you're doing great things for yourself as well you know continue to tune in stay motivated stay hungry in your journey you know really strive to get one percent better uh you know every day take one thing from this implement it and absolutely crush it and we will see you on thursday uh, for a confidence episode peace out peace and love always